The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. New York snob coming in here shitting uh, on our yeah. pizza. Oh, jeez. I can't eat a taco without you fuckers <laughs> telling me where yeah, you fucking, live. Yeah, fucking cheesy well, beach I live in towel Los every Angeles, 30 feet. So, you know. That is a thing. Like, when I tour, people always want to take me out for tacos and burritos. Like, I live in L.A. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, them Chicago burritos, baby. Every, everyone, it, I have Crohn's. And people are just like, every town, whatever food they have that is a namesake, like, you got to have the... Cardiac arrest yeah. thing. Yeah, and it's never good. And I'm it's like, never I can't healthy. just eat like a dare everywhere I go. And you're like, and they get that's they what read, happened to me. They get, <laughs> yeah, but you can take it all. You can like, dude, when we filmed a pilot about eating, uh, <laughs> like it was a food show thing. Yeah, you, I, we were in the hotel, and I woke up. Dave's gone. He comes back, and he's like, woke up early, went to where we're filming, homegrown. You've been to Homegrown? Yeah, Homegrown. In Atlanta. Had a... a, uh, um, Paid for a meal. Paid for for breakfast at the same place that we were getting free lunch at. chicken biscuit. And then a couple hours later, come back and we had Uh, a smorgasbord. Homegrown is good. Homegrown is delicious. Homegrown's good. But he was about to get it. All he had to do was wait like a couple hours. But he was getting a different meal. He was getting a different different menu item. Actually, he got some of the same again. Uh, You know what that was, in all honesty? That was... I was so hungover. Because that was oh, the okay. night before was our last ever Beards of Comedy show Damn. at the Laughing School. And we You're got right. silly after the show. Mm-hmm. And then we had the next morning, we had to film mm-hmm. a thing all day. And I was so hungover. And it's I like, forgot about I'm going to go get a damn comfy chicken biscuit and soak that shit up. Yeah. And, it, and it helped. That shit puts you down. Is that a sandwich? Is it chicken biscuit? That's a sandwich or is it chicken it's, and a biscuit? Yeah, you, it's biscuit. Uh, Open face <laughs> chicken biscuit. Fried chicken tenders. Homemade I mean, I biscuit. I had it. I just can't remember. Doused in sausage, sausage gravy. gravy. Yeah, that chicken. And they put a little orange sandwich. peel as a joke. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was for a little, <laughs> little, little sweetheart peel. move. Yeah, yeah, that's for color. That is some good shit. <laughs> uh, sorry for the, uh, I, you don't realize it, but I paused it because I had to take a shit and I clogged my own toilet. And now we're back, uh-huh. but you have no idea from what we were talking about. But a whole world happened. This is what I think. This is what they talk about when there's like a rift in space time. When you yeah. clog your toilet. Mm-hmm. Well, I was trying to lead it back into a topic that's pertinent to the podcast. I want to discuss this. I'm always curious. Is it the poo or the toilet paper? You're always curious. Uh Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, I'm always curious what causes a clogged toilet. Well, there's a I'm not just in there throwing a bunch of toilet paper in there. I took a huge shit. No, but I'm saying. (laughs) I got a squatty potty. I wiped wiped three times. That's all I need to do. Squatty potty. Clean break. It's got to be mostly poo. I mean... I wouldn't admit it to myself if I took a normal poo and then put enough toilet paper in there to clog it up. I feel like a damn so idiot. So you don't want to talk about the, the idea of time can be folded on itself. Well, this goes but, into uh, turds. Hold we'll on. do that after the shit. All right, all right. Um, yeah, I took a huge shit, uh-huh. and I wiped, and I'm conservative with my wiping. Why? It dissipates anyway. If there's I mean, one pretty... place you could kind of splurge, it's, it's the wiping. But not when What it's are you doing? Long. Just dabbing it for a half hour? I'm just making sure that thing's clean as yeah. a whistle. I wipe until. Are you a bidet the, person? I, 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 not uh, yet. I'm going to Jordan is very. I'm going to be. I stayed. He got, he got a bidet, bidet. Oh, he's he's had one, and I'm staying with him. You know why? Because he went to Asia, and they got it, they got him in Asia. Exactly. He's he's uh, <laughs> Japan. And, yeah, they're uh, the best. I almost missed the flight in Japan because I had there was bidets in the airport. Yeah, he his, he got his dad into it, and as he put his into dad, it like it's a hobby. His dad got it set to <laughs> really into bidets right now. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if you use like it's one of those things like oh, what a basic thing to change your life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just don't know how to hook it up to the plumbing in my bathroom. You you just get, you don't have to get a whole toilet; you get a seat. Yeah. I want that, and you, I, I realize like like I've bought I've bought a lot of dumb shit uh-huh. in front of this new computer because yeah. I punched the other one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But things that I still like have hesitation. I don't know why. First bidet, mm-hmm. second, one of them fancy telescopes. I have a telescope. Yeah, Andy's into telescopes. You could, I can't. Okay, recommend let's one. talk about it. Uh, I have loved having a telescope. Is it the nice ones where you got to look into the top of it instead of straight up the ass? Yeah, I can show you. It's uh, you got any weed? Yeah. Uh, all right. 
I have uh, yeah, there's a bunch on the counter for that. Well, I have one. It's called. still the weed from your trimming session four years ago. Oh, oh that one. I have uh, a. Uh, it's a Zimmel. It's a, it was 150 bucks. Yeah, and it's fucking what? heavy duty. It's Just dealing good. with the moon. What are you seeing when you look Let at the moon? Let me show you. Uh, here's my latest moon. This is this is a photo you took. This is what I took through the eyepiece of my uh, telescope. No, kidding. so you just literally stick the camera yeah, up into tough. the eyepiece. <laughs> it's uh, you know you gotta hover it like it's it's hard to snap it sometimes to hmm. get it, but there is like an attachment you can buy. But but uh, that is crisp detail. Yeah, and that's New York City. That's uh, light, pollution light pollution and everything. That. That's in the morning, I think. I've, I've been seeing mm-hmm. Jupiter right now. You can see in the mornings. You can see Jupiter and Saturn. And in my telescope, which is like only 150 bucks, it's good enough to where I can I can see. Uh, if, I guess if you buy different lenses, you could easily see it. But uh, I could see Jupiter, the colors and and everything. You can see like this. You can see the storm and you can see the moons. Yeah, you can see the moons. I can't I can't see like uh, the storm, but it's possible that my telescope could if I got the right eyepiece or whatever. But I can see ring, rings on Saturn. I'm going on Amazon um, right now, dude. That's what I hate. I, Amazon. I bought it. I get, it was a Zimmel portable. It was called, and it's not exactly. That makes it sound like it's you know, uh, small. <laughs> yeah. It's not, but okay. it is portable. Totally. Huh. It's. Uh, do you have binoculars for creeping? <laughs> no, I do. Uh, I used I used to have binoculars. I don't know some about them. They never. Why wouldn't you? Well, yeah. In, in a big city. Oh, I'm looking in your windows. Look at people. Oh yeah, if I lived in a, I live in a yeah. like a two story house. Uh, okay, so you can't just. I'm across from a school in the projects, so <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah. really anything you want to be. Yeah, but yeah, binoculars across from a school. Yeah. No Zimmel. How do you spell Zimmel? Z i m m e l l. Maybe. I'm not finding Zimmels on. Uh... Oh boy, do I just totally misremember? <laughs> uh, well, you, these it, are nicer looking telescopes, all for a hundred bucks, and they look good. On Amazon, these guys like something like this, Titan and then you look. You can. It's got a phone holder to take the pictures. Oh, that's nice. Uh, search portable. Mine kind of looks bucks. like that, but uh, just portable telescope. Yep, yeah, it was the most popular one on Amazon, and, uh, and well, it's. I don't know what year you worked out. G Sky or telescope. Mm. That's what this one is. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I'm. I am down with this, dude. It's so cool to uh, even in New York. It does cut through some of that light pollution, like. I can look at an area in the sky where you don't really see shit, and I look through it through the telescope, and I see stars. And when you're doing that, what's I mean, where's your mind at? Just you know, uh, that's more of like a well, not spiritual, but like you space. Are you getting into it? Spacing out? Yeah, Sorry for the I like uh, I like like I have. There's an app called Sky Guide. Yeah, that yeah I got that I just one. use that as a guide. Uh, Tells you what constellations you're looking at. Yeah, that's where I'm like, oh, technology is. Oh man. Like I'm so sure cool. there's many examples of why technology is amazing, but for a pedestrian like yeah, me, like for red camp, I mean the fact that that yeah. could, it was four dollars hmm. to uh, you know without oh that app yeah or yeah you just hold it up to the sky and you and, finally know what all the constellations yeah. are. I mean, and it tells you where the I can track the International Space Station and mm-hmm. know when it's going over me. That's always a thing I think when it I'm camping. I'm like, that's mind. a UFO. Like, no. This is Sky Guide, uh, and you put it on. So everywhere you look right now, Dave, you look through the Earth and. Wow. Uh, yeah, that. There's some dope shit. It does shit. tell us about the constellation, which I could. I wish I could take that off because I just don't care. Could you? now? Because oh. now microscopes are coming up. Ooh. I might get into microscopes. Just, just, a weir- just as a weird experiment. What if you used your telescope to look through your microscope? Mm. I think you might have to do microscope and telescope. Maybe. No, but then you just Make see the glass thing. particles and shit. Brent Weinbach had a web series recently where they just put shit under a microscope, literally. Of course it did. Literal shit or anything? Not that shit, but well. literally put things under a microscope. Oh. Like, Ooh, like the Orion Star Blast 4.5 Astro Reflect. That sounds like a scam. Star Blast. Oh, that looks like mine. This guy, this is on a stand. That sounds like they're trying to bro up the... Uh, the telescope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, what's we, up, pussy? Listen, we got get some balls. Get a Star Blast 500. Let, Blast it. Listen, us, people at Tascam got a 23 year old internet marketer in here. You show like young kids like <laughs> blasted. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you ever do the sky fuck five thousand? Nice sky like a fucking pimp. Did you ever do anything about moon that, cunts with, with that premise about comedy clubs, open mic nights? Like, I, when, hey, you think you're funny? Uh, <laughs> They're all so it. aggressive. Yeah, that because oh, yeah. we, we that was spawned from. I mean, I mean, it's like every 
cheesy club, but we uh-huh. were particularly somewhere. I think it was a Comedy Zone in South Carolina. Oh, I'm sure it was North a Comedy Carolina. Zone. Uh, but yeah, they suck. Oh, but, like the amateur uh, MMA challenge. Oh, so yeah. you street fight. Well, think you're get funny. Getting the octagon. Prove it. <laughs> and I, I did have a. I use. I think I've done it at like festivals or shit where there's like a lot of comics there. But it's really, it's like just other premises of like a poetry open mic. <laughs> Think you're profound? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Think you're profound. <laughs> just cracks his knuckles and he hops yeah. on stage. Bring it queer. You know, it's just like it's so masculine. It's like it's already bring a nerve- it queer. That's a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it's already so nerve wracking to like you know if I think I like stand up maybe I'll try it and my friends maybe yeah. but then it's like. All right, you're gonna fucking battle. Yeah, it's we so, will crush you. That's why I say, welcome to the Thunderdome. Yeah, <laughs> two comedian enter, one <coughs> comedian with friends leaves. Tell us uh, what's going on with this dude here. Oh yeah, uh, let's well, not, let's not use names for the. Well, I won't less, use names, but I might have a potential new social media. Uh, what did he call himself? Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, basically, a, a team member. Because uh-huh. I'm a, uh, as I Ubered over here. To record with you guys, I did not expect to meet someone that was going to further my career. <laughs> but that seems to happen in L.A. Welcome a to good L.A. Bit. Some people are just doing Uber to make ends meet while their profession blows yeah, up. Yeah. While they network. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, and uh, sometime right, maybe a mile away from here, uh, he let me know. He gave me his card, told me that I need a team. You know, I can't What just... were his hyphenates? What's that? Is he a multi-hyphenate? Oh, yeah. He was... Uh, Oh, I'm trying to remember. Actor, so, director, social producer. media analyst, strategist, slash record label, slash. Uh, <laughs> record label is not a title. <laughs> oh, so, I, no, I, I want that to be his word. He words. is a record label, I believe, <laughs> as I understand it. Uh, he's an LLC. <laughs> producer, writer, yeah. actor, it's, Douglas Fur. It did amaze me that he went back and forth between <laughs> telling me what I need to do with my career and also. Tell, asking me about where I was coming. He's like, hold on, this street, okay, it must be down this way. Also, man, you got to monetize that YouTube channel. As a manager, we help you with direction. Also, can you help me with directions to where we're going? Yeah, right I, I fucked up because I thought, it, you know, he's just making conversation and no, he goes, never. Do, you, do you have some kind of manager? I go, no, nah, I don't really deal with that. And it, I don't have a manager. It, that was a mistake. He's, he uh, offered to manage you? Uh, well, because the way. client that is, had a the one card. client that's on his business card, their uh, their Twitter account is suspended, and maybe they're too risque. That's why that's why I like the guy. Maybe yeah, he's maybe taking they're chances. Just, they're that punk rock. It's like they're like <laughs> Gigi Allen of social media strategies. He's like the Nick DiPaolo of social. Oh media. my god! Oh, did you any, see what's any, going any on with that? I watched some of that. I watched but some did, of. Did it. you see the his the um, yeah the cover art? Well, should have done the research on that yeah, one. Yeah, man. Did you hear about that? Oh, oh! It's almost like you should have like Black learned, Lives le- Matter. It's almost okay. like you should have learned about something before just reacting to it. But also, it's like you know, what is the angle there of like, fuck you? Shit. There's like a woman crying. He's yeah. not gonna take it anymore. I get, even if you're having the angle of like this Me Too shit, it's gonna you know uh, make real men be scared to leave the house. Yeah, yeah. I'm like well, I think that's the goal. But well, <laughs> what was is what like the one I didn't watch with the one clip. But you know what? I can also Carl has made the best observation. He's like, I really think Nick DiPaolo really missed the mark by not calling this manette. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was like, ah, Carl has. You get me manette. sometimes. But uh, I've always thought he's a good comic. Yes, yeah, no, he is. But, a it, but it's he like, knows how to be funny. Yeah, no, there's scientists, and some scientists cure diseases, and other ones make nuclear weapons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've done shows with him, and. Uh, he liked my set. That's why it's taken a lot for me to admit. Oh, boy. I really like it. <laughs> um, but he, just that. But, but it's so forced. It's like he's well, the one guy the on the, Yeah, the one guy on the cover was uh, yeah, like, he got, a, a Black Lives Matter guy that got shot. That got shot. And then, but aside from that controversy, I watched some of the special. And uh, he, for no reason, makes things about... It should have been a bit... I don't remember what the bit was, but it was like just something about him getting... Uh, uh, disrespected in some way, but he made it about. He literally says in the setup the line, uh, "It's it's all about. Uh, th- there's no respect for the white European male." That was, the, ti- that. That was the title for the clip that he was. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That, and it's yeah. not even about fucking. It's so yeah. weird. 
Yeah, the, the, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, white men of European descent are under and, attack in this country. I'm like, uh, except and, for being all the politicians and yeah, heads of business and state. And, uh, <laughs> in the special, he does a bit. Uh, I remember the joke not even being like some sort of liberal but button pushing mm. joke. It was just a joke where some people groaned or something, and he just assumed they were like libtards mm. or whatever, and just immediately made this declaration of, yeah, 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 you fucking pussies on the left. That's And he goes, yeah, I'm on the right. That's what he says. We I'm know, on the right. We know. And what? Well, no, oh, we yeah, know we you're know on the that. right. Yeah. But it's weird to, uh, he got really Dennis Millery. Yeah. Where it's not just no, about, not hey, this is how I think. And if you think it's, it's fucking uh, not PC, then oh, well. It's way past that to yeah. where it's like, I've taken this side. Yeah. And he's like saying, I don't like some of you that are here. It's yeah. real weird to watch a special yeah, where some of the crowd. Yeah. Well, it's like in this day and age, everything has to be so hard in the paint mm-hmm. in one direction. And I feel like, like nobody's social watching. media is the reason for that. Oh, yeah. Way. I don't think anybody's sitting hyperbole. there. Yeah. Nobody's taken like nuance or to watch. So, like the I just. Well, the five who, emotions you're allowed to feel are like, <laughs> cry, uh, heart, uh, you know, what I mean? like heart Facebook. eyes, smiley heart <laughs> eyes. What smiley heart eyes is that? One we of lose some nuance between, uh, you know, the wow and heart emoji. <laughs> well, what's, I forget who was like the somebody like they flip flop, they flip flop on issues. Flip-flop. Like the John idea, Perry, I think, was, was that what? Like the idea that if you learn more about yeah. something, you would allow yourself to change to your grow opinion. Is to grow is like that's an insult. Pick yeah. some principles and stick to it. Yeah. Never learn. <laughs> I Never will, grow. <laughs> I will say this: Nick DePaula has the funniest line in any sitcom. I know what you're I've talking about. He's heard. funny. That's funniest line I've ever heard in a sitcom is the old Lucky Louie show that was yes, on HBO, uh, the short-lived, low-budget Lucky Louie. DePaula plays uh, the the apartment building's uh, maintenance man, yeah. and he just opens Louie's door and he goes, "Hey, Louie, just so you know, you might have some shit in your toilet that's not yours. Don't flush it. We're trying to track it." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Some shit in your toilet that's not yours. Wow, what a combo that is, uh, him and Louis. Yeah. Uh, today, I wouldn't imagine. Who would it? Yeah. Louis was on top of the world, comedy-wise, yeah. there. Yeah, that was, that's just crazy how far it is. Well, now. yeah, everything needs to be polarized. You can't be like, hey, uh, I've been trying to do well, more jokes. trap I've been people and uh, jack off at them. I know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Well, he did for a while. Yeah. Well, he did. What, what, what was that? What was every couple? Well, he did ask. He did ask. Yeah. He what kind asks. of weird? What is with you? If that's your, if, you know, I don't like seeing. I love right. Louis' comedy. I, I I really liked it a lot, and not all, but yeah. I liked a lot of it. And uh, I can't imagine being so like not willing to let that go that I would be like, well, let's look into this. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. He's also a big looming dude. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, the DePaulo thing is like, oh, well, your brand of comedy isn't welcome. He's trying anymore. to just go ahead and, you know, it's not, it's not, it is stupid in one way, but it's not stupid marketing wise. I mean, we all help market it by saying, yeah, it's just like when people assume that people will, will see the terrible thing Trump is and be like, See, he's bad. It's like there's most there's a lot of people in the country that are like, yeah, I love that. There's an audience for I, it. I, I read a whole article about Steve Harvey that uh, I'll just say somebody I know works. Oh, I hope for this him. doesn't ruin Steve Harvey. I I'll close your ears if you don't want Steve yeah, Harvey yeah, ruined. But just about like how like there's people that are smart, know things, and there's people that pretend to know things well enough that people just buy into it. The most confident Tr- man, Trump. Steve Harvey's whole like self help shit, and the oh, yeah. person I know that works on the show is like he just talks. So like every show's an hour, he'll talk for three hours really? to get the and, and like everybody that works for him is like shut the fuck up. Jeez. The audience doesn't care. The guest though, but it's somebody like that's so like. And let me tell you another thing: it's about Wait. make believe in God and get up early. Like it was like his whole the article address like his whole thing is like reason you're poor is because you're sleeping. Got to get up early and work. <laughs> like the idea that the only the only people that are rich. They're rich because yeah. they work hard, not because they inherited wealth and or anything. As a guy that uh, you know made it from humble beginnings, that's yeah. all of a sudden becomes everyone can do. Yeah, it, but also he, uh, like Rob Hayes, would tell me he went to a um, uh, a taping of uh, Family Feud in Atlanta, uh. and I had to ask about it because I was and check out no warm up guy. Steve is the warm up guy. He does a Q and A uh, while they're setting up production, all that. They film four eps. 
like mm-hmm. in a stretch, Ooh. and he is in between giving advice to people and life coaching. He yeah. is the guy for the whole thing. Wow! And uh, it's I'm always amazed when people are like like I'm when people are the least to me. He's so far out there that I can only laugh and appreciate Steve Harvey because like whoever took him serious. My friend was like, I don't know, man. I heard him say this ridiculous shit like you shouldn't date atheists or something. And I was like, yeah, yeah, well, it's Steve Harvey. What did you think? And there's it, it someone that tried to get the him. Bible and work hard. Well, they said, work uh, hard in the Bible. Steve, did you say that you, can, you shouldn't date atheists? That's your dating advice? And they thought it was like a gotcha question. But people like Trump and Steve Harvey, there's no gotcha. Yeah. Because they don't give a fuck. And he's like, oh, yeah, because they have no moral compass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I appreciate that in a way. Atheists have no moral compass. He's like, yeah, yeah, you can't date them. They got no moral compass. Oh, this article. It's like, what do you think Steve Harvey thought? This article was on something called The Root. I think it was what it was. I think it's like a uh, online magazine. Whoever wrote this article took him to fucking task. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, it was yeah. like, fuck this guy. You're a fucking idiot. All his, like, oh, you espouse, like, good values and everything on people. And then it's, the like, how many wives have you had? Like, it's the same thing. Like, Trump, I mean, Trump trying to stand for jokes, anything. Huh? I still, I do beat your kids jokes because I believe you should yeah. beat your kids. I beat other people's kids. but <laughs> That was, that's my joke. I was like, I won't beat, I'm not going to have kids because I know I'll beat kids. Oh. People are like, oh, I'm like, that's why I know I'm, like, I want to hit but your kids. <laughs> that's, I had a different, mine was wordplay, I guess, for, because it was, if you can't beat them, join them. But how am I supposed to join other people's children? Uh, that sounds worse. Yeah. Uh, I li- see? I, like I still feel that way. See, you do smarter comedy. Kyle, did you hear mm-hmm. about uh, over in Bougie, Bel Air, they found w- over 1,000 guns in a, in a house? Well, you you hear about that the other day? Is this Steve Harvey's house? No. <laughs> 57-year-old man identified in court records as the longtime companion of Los Angeles real estate mogul Cynthia Beck. He's behind bars for several hours overnight after police seized more than 1,000 guns including some that authorities allege were fully automatic from his Bel Air home. Wait, they're really, first of all, they're really dragging down real estate mogul Beck here. Like, damn, it's like, this is yeah. her boyfriend. Yeah, why do you like, why throw her into the mix? I feel like... <laughs> uh, ATF uh, agents, they, uh, the other day, 4 a.m. on Wednesday, they raided this place. Over a thousand. Maybe that's a great sign when a, the rich have to stock up on firearms. Yeah, they, they feel threatened. I don't know. Is that how he got his money? Or I don't know. Over a thousand. And they they had pictures. There's pictures of it where like it looks like a goddamn firearms flea market. Like in the Matrix, they, they pull they have, them all out and put them on the driveway and spread them out, and it's just insane. And the ATF loves to make a show. Yeah, they? yeah. They re- love that list. Where's of the life. tobacco? That's my one. <laughs> There's a a whole division of tobacco guys that don't do shit. Alcohol. (laughs) Guys, can you believe how many Newport lights this guy was hiding in his garage? Shut the fuck up, tobacco. We got a gun bust. I got demoted to the tobacco (laughs) section. I'm in alcohol now. It's really dead since Prohibition. What is this, skull? All right, up against the wall. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, here's a picture. Look at this shit. It's like a yard sale. Oh, Damn. that's piles, it. Looks like a Georgia yard piles sale. And piles and piles of long guns, not just handguns. Yeah, rifles and shit. Rifles and shotguns and automatic weapons. And over here in bougie ass Bel Air. I wonder if that was like. Uh, Go to the police. We option. need to arm the rich. Mm. We need the rich are going to be under attack. Maybe that's that's the, that's the result of a Nick DiPaolo special. <laughs> rich white men are victims. 
Why don't we, we need these to get guys ready? get a thousand guns? What a weird, <laughs> what a weird angle to play that white European males are. I don't think it's, it's weird. So you know what? Because he's gonna get people like finally a comedian. That's right. Me. He's gonna get people that aren't comedy fans, but that's are those people? Yeah. That's, that's the Owen Benjamin thing. Yeah. Owen Benjamin's the fucking bonkers, not funny dude. But right. he's getting people like free speech, yeah. patriot. And are you laughing at the videos? But free, but patriot, yeah. free speech. It's so it's so weird. They're not. That's what's creepy is that DePaulo was funny first, or was funny mm-hmm. first, and it's like creepy when someone I watched that mm-hmm. set and it just starts out pretty lighthearted, and it's like ha ha, that's funny. He's very good at saying the funniest word and stuff, but then when you just like inject, it seems like someone smarter than that to be like I have to if I want to have a niche in this industry let me pick the people yeah. that aren't watching i was comedy about to right say now. is it a conscious effort to go is. after a niche that's why it oh, feels I'm such sure. a so sure. intentional because we've, 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 we've got we've got a friend we've got a mutual friend i won't name him who, who has veered in that direction yeah who used to be a brilliant comic and it's like what the fuck are you doing dude is that is that a conscious like well i'm really going to play this angle or his, he's just no, i think he's lost a little bit of his am- mind amplify really? but or just amplify what you see I, I talked to another mutual friend, Nate Fritzen, who gave gave it another shot more than me. Had lunch with him and stuff. Talked to him about these right leanings and all this stuff. And this is a funny person that started out by saying, well, I don't get what the big deal is. I wake up. I go on Twitter. I wish the president good morning. And all these liberals come at me. And he, Nate's like, stop there. You wish the president good morning? I, do, I love Obama. I've never considered once. I wishing him a good morning. Good or bad, if you tweet at the president, you're a fucking idiot. You're a weirdo. That's it. Like, if you real, I'm changing. Look at what I said to him. Shut <laughs> shut up. Fucking <laughs> scream it. Scream at your toilet. Yeah. Uh, the, I think. Yell into the back of the But fridge. also, you get, I think you get conditioned over years of, like, being a comedian of, like, oh, people listen to me. Now I'm going to. If you, if Maybe you, he's if, had a crowd for a while, you know, he's had a, yeah. And also if you had to be that person and still go work in an office, you'd either keep your shit quiet and yeah. vote accordingly, Yeah, you know, but like now I've got to, I've got to get people to feel certain way. Yeah. I got to be, I mean, it's, it's just, there's, there's same, there's comics all the way on the left that are just as insufferable oh, absolutely. and there's but it's ninety like percent more, more of them. It's a harmless uh, insufferable too, though. In a lot of ways, I think. Right? Uh, but 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 I mean, more. It's more offensive to it's comedy. Annoying. It's more oh, offensive, yeah. like Clapter comedy For kind sure. of kind of shit. The agreeing comedy. I, I would say that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did, was it funny? No, but we understood. But uh, I, I have the same understood. point. Yeah. But I, people love reading uh, what they already believe. People love you know. But do, but also that comedy started because. Comedy was all straight white dudes in blaze. Oh, my fucking wife's a drag. Can you believe yeah. this? Anyway, and so alternative comedy started and mutated into non-funny pontification. Yeah. And now DePaulo's it's just a pendulum swing. That's and it it's going to swing the now. There's going to be DePaulo's going to. I'm saying like these are definitive statements. They're not, but right. like now you're going to get more people that are like I'm on the right too, and they're going to get an audience. Half of the country voted for Trump. Yeah, and they are not represented comedically. And they may because f- it's stretch, not funny. They may stretch what they like comedically to go. I don't like gross stuff, but Nick DiPaolo votes the same. Oh way yeah, this me. guy represents me. Yeah, like comic book fans yeah. that aren't comedy fans, but they're Patton Oswalt fans. Yeah, but you know, oh, we found a guy that represents us in this art form. Yeah, I mean that seems like what he, it seems like a deliberate targeting of that. Oh yeah, no, it's it's not a it's not an. Uh, Dumb move for no. him. What are you no. going to do? Just sit around working clubs, kind of dancing around it, yeah. or go big and be like, yeah. at least the people Fill are coming know what they're getting into. With yeah. hateful people, and uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, have a good time. Even the type of jokes, it's I can't like, believe I can't call sluts bitches anymore, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> were any of the jokes good when you watched it? A few that were. That's what's disappointing. Or recognized them as like I don't agree with it, but that uh, is a well crafted joke. That's what's weird is. Um, I guess in some ways, like I saw where it was going, but it, at that point, it's just a funny story that he then politicizes. Yeah. And then I just kind of lose. I'm not yeah. even like, uh, that's okay. not funny. I'm just like, that's not even related to what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. It seems very wedged. Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I've, I felt like people were so annoying with their Nanette uh, theories, but mm-hmm. the, 
to me, watching the net, I was like, I didn't get to talk to anybody about what I found sort of offensive as a person who has used jokes literally to get over hard things. Uh, yeah. Just someone for someone to say, you know, uh, joke writing can only do so much or jokes can only do so much. You should have to be an amazing joke writer. And I didn't see that mm-hmm. in that special. But then yeah. because of how everything is, you can't bring up a opinion that's like a, not extreme. Mm-hmm. It's got to be one. And I guess DePaulo is the man at. <laughs> yeah. Carl has nailing it. Well, I mean, that's what I can like. There's like when I don't know how you feel like when you look at it, a crowd, you're like, oh, like when you look at a group of people like, oh, I don't want these people. Like when we're talking about like yeah. YouTube comedy, I don't want them to like. I'm amazed like, sometimes oh. when people I know would not enjoy hanging out with me. I somehow relate. They relate to me on stage and go, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I go, man, that's. Oh, you I don't know it? if I feel good or bad about that. But if you ever had sets or done a joke where you're like, that's lazy and people are on board with you, are like, I respect you less. Uh, I mean, I get that I have to try this out, but I think less of you as an audience, and I'd wish you'd buck up against. <laughs> like, I'd rather challenge an audience. Like, as bad the people came to see me, and it's like, yeah, but I'm not just all the way. To, I'm not well, this, all the way to the left. This I'm like, is probably a thing think, of uh, your following versus where I've been. Yeah, I got computer <laughs> smashing money. I get yeah. it. Well, I mean, you got enough people that would you would. I don't know. I don't. I'm just glad they're there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but I, I, you do well in New York. Uh, yeah, it's I guess and no one does well in New York. You just you just survive. Um, well, I mean, I know that. That's why. That's why I never moved there. I'm like, I would die if I moved there. I would die. I I I did, like, especially in my 20s. And I visit. I'm like, this is the best place in the world. And when it was time to move, I'm like, that place will kill me. Yeah. Nobody I'm, tells you to leave a bar. To be honest, I'm getting to that point where I I don't need to be in New York, uh, money wise or career. Mm-hmm. The industry um, is was aware of my presence eight years ago there and uh, <laughs> still not too concerned. Um, <laughs> so and that's why you're in LA right now for a TV it. spot. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's, that's the most, uh, a, a jab as I call it, a jab inside. Uh, uh, but like, I don't need to be anywhere. So I am starting to think about happiness wise, where do I need to be? Yeah. And I can still work my shit out and do comedy, but not just go, a stubborn New York attitude where they have yeah. passed the precipice of uh, you should move if you want to be happy, but they just don't. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to be happy, and if it means I'm just a mediocre comedian, that's fine. Yeah, you're, right. you're pretty mediocre, Kyle. Listen, my shit's tapered off. I got no edge. I like, <laughs> I like your old stuff better. I get it. All right. Man. I'm a centrist. No, that's like I do comedy, but like I'm like, oh, I'm a centrist, but that's the, that's not interesting. <laughs> You're oh, like, I just like to see both sides of the argument and then make a decision based on the information. Fuck you. <laughs> That's the only about, thing you could do to unify both sides I'm, is be I'm, in the middle and piss off both of them. They're like, well, we both hate this fucking piss yeah. ant. And then when that takes off, I'm looking at the strategy of bashing the middle. Like, being like, ain't nothing in the middle but yellow you lines for, and roadkill. Fuck you for looking at individual issues for what they're salt. <laughs> yeah, well, dead middle's also stupid. <laughs> That's what I, that is my uh, South Park kind of went that road where I'm like, okay, not both sides are equally crazy every time, but that became their whole thing is, Hey, both. It seems like a very fence riding, uh, like agnostic argument to be like, but Hey, both sides are fucked up. But they you are. don't see the language of, of like the left becoming like ridiculous sound bitey kind of like less thought out and more like it's that- Donald Trumpish like. If you want like more insulting like and not, a, not, yeah, it's yeah, it, yeah, it's all like soundbite, very momentary and not thought out and intellectual. Just for someone to feel good and really go, yeah, yeah, I think that too. I forget who had. Oh, was it Kate? Oh, I think Kate Willett had the joke. It might not have been her. Somebody had a joke about <laughs> the left went from being or just something like like presidential candidates. Like we had one like. Went from being a, a president you'd want to have a beer with to being a guy I don't want to leave my drink al- around. Uh, uh, on beer. Uh, uh, Speaking of beer. That's someone in, in New York, I know. I don't know if it was Kate or if it was Jenna Friedman Kate or something. Kate is doing uh, Colbert or taping Colbert tonight. Oh, really? Man, very Kate's funny. She, she opened for me in San Francisco, and I was like, Did she do that skateboard? Oh, she has a joke where she goes, I've been trying to date less immature guys i got i rented a place on top of a hill so it's hard to skateboard up <laughs> <laughs> that kills me. oh she's got 
Yeah, she opened for me in San Francisco, and I was like, this isn't going to be a good show. I like anyone me. that's super low-key and, and just put smashes. Yeah. Well, oh, with like, very oh, little effort. Oh, writing. Yeah. Oh, you wrote, like, yeah. oh, the writing part. That's, You're a rotor. Now, now, yeah, now that comedy's popular and people are like, ah, my personality will get me. Oh, yeah. I'm charming. Get fucked. <laughs> Don't you want to just hear about me because I'm me? Not in the least. Andy, what you been eating lately in New York? Any any good stuff I should know uh, about? Well, I take, uh, I've been going to the real Chinatown more now. Mm. I'm flushing Queens. The, the, uh, oh, there's a real Chinatown? Well, the ever-expansive Chinatown that's like way more. Um, not the one that's in Manhattan, yeah, the lower not, side? Not the, where we went and had a uh, dumpling crawl? Yes, and uh, also had... Uh, that's that wh- sounds like either a thing you did or something you witnessed at a restaurant because <laughs> I, I ate somewhere in Chinatown. I'm like, this place is all sticky. <laughs> yeah, I, we one of the things grew legs crawled off the table <laughs> <laughs> that's where like soup dumplings are but i put yeah. the soup dumplings out in flushing that's the real shit yeah they got a whole damn bowl of soup in that dumpling i don't know how but like eating a blister i i didn't know how <laughs> yeah. mm. all right i'm gonna enjoy that too much I ru- I'm, I'm not trying to ruin stuff yeah just that mm, that brothy pus <laughs> that <laughs> was too far <laughs> you still eating the halal carts Dude, yes, I love halal. That's some good shit. It's man. just, I have a guy that, uh, just a go-to halal guy that just, he's just so into it, and he's just like, "Hey, man, you want some onions in there, my friend?" We're like, "Yeah, dude." Yeah, he's like, I caramelize them up real good. Is it halal? Halal's what Muslim say? It's like Afghani, um, but like the, uh, it's really, really religiously generally Muslim acceptable. Like, but no, it means like it's a specific religious like thing. Their version of kosher. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I believe it is. And yeah. what it means? It's like Afghani. Kosher. <laughs> okay. And it was, is it like shawarma? Like what shawarma is out here? Mm. Yeah. But they have all Shave like, like the cones of meat, the twirling cones yeah, of meat. Yeah, they got the, uh, you know, beehive of goat uh, and all that. <laughs> but but also like <sighs> like chicken over rice, good lamb over rice, mm. like with yeah. white anything and hot sauce. Anything rice, and, man. I like anything with rice and a that, sauce. Uh, and, oh. uh, what do you call that? iPhone and rice. Uh, compound that, protein. Who, yeah. Somebody. I'm now. I'm like. I. I hate doing jokes. I'll being able to give credit, but it, it's super racist. And then you're like, I hate that I laugh at this. Somebody's like, ah, I dropped my phone in water, and uh, you know, you're supposed to put it in a bowl of rice right afterwards because that means a bunch of Asian people run to it and try and fix it. Like <laughs> 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 it tracks a bunch of Asian people over there, and then they'll fix your phone. The right. Asian people are always running like, ah, to rice. I yeah. There was that you just Fuck reminded me, me for laughing at that. But <laughs> you just reminded me. me. I feel I should put this uh, on record here because uh, he doesn't do comedy anymore. But Tanner Inman from Atlanta, oh, yeah. one of the funniest jokes about rice. Where he goes, I went to a Japanese wedding recently. Uh, they don't throw rice at Japanese weddings. No, they throw baked potatoes. Or you know, I did. <laughs> It's like you see the logic of where he's going, and it just fucking take a turn. Maybe you can answer this. I always thought this was Dave's joke, and it's one of the, now it just stuck with me as one of the funniest jokes about like, like people were mad at Chick Fil A because of the gay thing. And it's like people are just mad at him because it's good, and they're mad because they can't because it's good. And then the punch was like, uh, it was like. Captain D's could deny the Holocaust. Nobody give a shit. <laughs> I never knew that one. I don't know. I, don't know I swear I thought it was you, and then I told you, and you're like, I don't know who it is. But that was, line is worth it. Yeah, Captain D's Captain can D's. deny the Holocaust. Nobody give a shit. <laughs> Captain D's. What a special. I I'm am kind of have a weird <laughs> fast like, food fish. fascination no with, with uh, those, like, how who set this up as a business model, yeah. saw that Long John Silver's was already there, it was like, no, we're going to do this better. No, well, you highfalutin types can have your LJS. We got hash browns. Oh, no, sorry, uh, hush puppies. Hush puppies. Um, I, looking back, do you ever like look back and realize, like, oh, that was some super white trash shit. We would go to Long John Silver's, and the big treat was, uh, can you please give us the crumbs from yes. the hush puppies? Oh, yes. Tray? That's a big thing. Well, and the crumb. The, I'm uh, so happy to not be The alone. crackling no. crumbs from the fish, too. Yeah, the, the little battered, battered crumbs. Yeah, batter can, you, can you please. Uh, I get an extra chicken plank. Yeah. <laughs> chicken planks. Yeah. called chicken planks. Yeah. God, dude, that batter was good. That yeah. Like, like what are we, what why, 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 why are we shitting on Long John Silver's? It was fun. They had so, a little dock you, you had up. to walk on. You had a little dock to walk you into. You ring a bell. Did you get things. a hat? 
Yeah. <laughs> they have Burger King getting crowns. You get a pirate hat over here. Fuck a crown. I want a pirate fuck hat. Fuck a crown. I missed it. I'll, take, I'll wear the pirate hat into Burger King and be like, fuck your castle. Give me your castle. We're, I, in, we're in here. We're taking it. I missed the charm of, as a family, going to a fast food restaurant and dining in. It's small like, towns. That's still... We did that when I was a kid. Like We would drive... Where I lived when I was a kid, there wasn't much of anything going on. So we'd yeah. have to drive 15 miles to the next town if you wanted to get a meal. That's, but yeah. we'd go oftentimes once a month. You go 15 miles to get Cap- yes. fish? Captain D's. It's like going to fucking yep. Red Lobster or some yeah. shit. Where Red was, Lobster's a sit-down We'd go sit down know, at Captain D's. We'd go sit down at Arby's. We'd go sit down at Burger King. The rural Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. It's like that when I was – I did a gig in Williamsburg, Virginia, or whatever, the, uh, you know, the old town mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever. And there was just – uh, you know, as far as who lives there, not there's no one. And I went to Wendy's just because it was open, and it was fucking family night at yeah. Wendy's. Like yeah. this is their dinner. This is where the only yeah they used to have a salad bar in Wendy's. We talked well, about that. This the mega just, bar. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. turned off from that when I saw some uh, toddler that couldn't see over the counter hook shot his hand into the pudding. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm never getting this fucking salad bar again. Oh, kid hands in the pudding. Just, yeah. just feeling, doing the creep around oh, into each bin. Like, what is that? Beets? What is that? Sliced mushrooms? Kaploop chocolate pudding? Oh. And just elephant trunked it into I his fucking you. mouth. That's Ugh. fucking... Mm. Uh, Scarring. <laughs> that is crazy that Wendy's had a buffet. They had a, I and it wasn't that. just salad. They called it the Mega Bar. You could get they had like pasta. They had a little taco station. Yeah, when you're Chocolate in Florida pudding. and shit, and there's wherever there's old people, they still have those KFC buffets. Yeah, oh KFC got a buffet. That, that. oh KFC buffet was. Ugh. Uh, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, shit, I can just house all these mashed potatoes right now. Instant uh, ass yeah. mashed potatoes. <laughs> Do you ever have yeah, anybody in your family yeah, ever get mad at you for get, filling up on the cheap shit at a buffet? Yeah. Let's bet Dave will get mad at you. Yeah. My dad used to <laughs> don't eat too much bread. I hate to ruin this for you. Yeah. It's all cheap shit at the yeah. buffet. Yeah, it's all true. cheap shit, but there's carbs and there's, you know, it's, yeah, don't it's fill, about yeah. eating their system. Eat light. Did you eat see light. KFC stole my fucking idea? With what? I have. I've invented a thing called Biscuit a la mode. <laughs> they shitting behind a Pet Boys, <laughs> too? <laughs> they have dessert biscuits now. The Colonel's really gone downhill. Yeah. They have, dessert, they have a, uh, a Cinnabon... Gooey cinnamon bullshit with biscuit, not with ice cream, but the concept of a dessert biscuit. Well, that you know, uh, the mine is blueberry biscuit uh, from uh, um, uh, yeah, what's from it called Bojangles. Bo- oh, so that's a place where yeah. you, that's where you ripped your idea off from. No, no, mine, mine was with ice cream. But I'm just saying, KFC, fuck. But ugh, KFC's fuck biscuit. Fast food place when they're trying to make the make the most with nothing. Like when a Subway, everything Subway turns out like, well, we all got oh, little shit. ovens now. Yeah. And so Ugh. there's all kinds of bullshit. Like, it's a flatbread. Fuck you. Carl's Jr. Toasting. Subway has a me. truffle yeah. sauce hamburger now. What? It's a Why burger with even... white truffle sauce. Carl's Jr. You know what a truffle You know is what? I like Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. just for the willingness. Yeah. Just like. God, Carl Sr. must have been a real pistol. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest part is it's Carl's, a past Carl. Owns the junior. Like wow. if you look at it grammatically, about. like Ruth's Chris, it's like Steakhouse. Jack Daniels. People assume, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's mm-hmm. the guy's name was Jack Daniel. Yeah, and now it's, and it's his whiskey, so it's possessive. But yeah, Carl's no, Carl's son. Junior. Is that what they're saying? This is my son. Uh-huh. Yeah, Carl apostrophe. So it's like Wendy's, but without a name. Instead of but like Wendy's. Dave Thomas's hey, niece. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Wendy. This it's is like, mine. It's Wendy's. Come to Dave's niece. That's really <laughs> yeah. the Wendy equivalent of Carl's Jr. Well, that's Ruth's Chris they, Steakhouse is that. There used to be a Chris Chris's Steakhouse, and then some Ruth lady named bought Ruth it bought it yeah. out, and it's Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. I've never really thought about Ruth's Chris, but, but it's was always never, bothered It was me. never Chris's Steakhouse in the beginning. Uh, there it is. Good there, God, So there was a Chris's. Ruth bought it volume. out. Felt that. I don't want to lose the Chris followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how about this? Start with not having the damn steak on a plate that's so hot it's still cooking. <laughs> to where when you, when you slice it open, degrees. it bleeds to death. You know that P.F. Chang stands for... That blows my mind that that fucking bad. Yeah. P.F. let it meat cool. P.F. Yeah, Chang stands rest. for Peter Francis Chang's. No, it doesn't. It's close. <laughs> what does it stand for? I have to know. It is. I, I made that joke, and then I looked it up. I'm like, it's a straight-up white dude's name. And they just add Chang? Did even marry in? No, P.F. Chang's Chang's history. Well, this isn't the typical boogie monster, but they never are. It's all right. 
Hey, I got a recipe. The chain was found in 1993 by Paul Fleming and Philip Chiang, son of Cecilia Chiang. They took the eye out. Oh. <laughs> it was open. The first restaurant was open in Scottsdale. Well, you're fucked from the get go. I've never eaten P.F. Chang's. The first one it's was good at, enough. I remember it when I Paul, worked at a mall. <clears throat> Paul Fleming Chang. I mean, I tell you what, if you do Chinese takeout and just use slightly better ingredients, you will fucking rule the market. Yeah. Oh, oh, guys, they, they, the P.F. Chang's website has 25 things you didn't know about P.F. Chang's. Did you know there's not? Do you know there's 25 things you didn't know about no. P.F. Chang's? However many things there are about P.F. Chang's is how many I don't know. What, did you, what, what do you think you know about P.F. Chang's? I don't know anything about it. I have no idea. Well, number six, is everyone aware what our name stands for? It's actually a combination of our two convert, P.F., Paul Fleming, and Chang's. Philip. Oh, why didn't you put Fleming in there, then? (laughs) That's the P.F. Oh, is it because it's Chinese food? (laughs) P.F.'s got to hide. Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley frequented our first Scottsdale location. Nobody would fucking know that. Why would you attach their names? Andy, did I tell you I saw Charles Barkley at Fat Matt's Rib Shack? Did you? In Atlanta. That makes sense. <laughs> and he was holding court. Of course. I've met him before at yeah. TBS uh, Studios. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, I love him. I love his butt where everything that could be a scandal or something, like he lost, people saw him lose like 50 grand in a night at a casino. So they tried to make some gossipy news thing out of it. Like, Charles Barkley has a gambling problem. He goes, I ain't got no gambling problem. I'm rich. <laughs> I lose $50,000. I ain't no big deal to me. Yeah. He was like, how are you going to be a gambling problem when, you, when you're rich? <laughs> That was his indignant. He was just like, fuck you. Good, good. (laughs) I love it. He's a breath of fresh air. Number 15 is even with all our locations over the world, our number one menu item remains the same across the board. Chang's lettuce wraps, which you know what that means. Guess which item we need to push because we have the biggest margin. Yeah. Profit margin. Yeah. Our tentacles spread everywhere. (laughs) Hail P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's give out more than 52 million fortune cookies per year. Well, then, then that makes you feel special. Things. No one ever needs to. No, they, I no can't, believe, I can't believe they bullshitted their way through 25 of these. Who would go through this? Number 23 is just that their dishes are meant to be enjoyed family style. That's not a thing. What? <laughs> That's not even a thing. You know what you didn't know about P.F. Chang's? You're, like, or just a fat ass you that's been eating there liked, by himself all yeah. the time? Oh, my God. I've been Chang's. eating at a family restaurant for the last 20 years. You're no wrong. wonder <laughs> I put on 90 pounds because I've been eating family-style P.F. I wish I would have read this list sooner. <laughs> These portions are huge. If you love, fact <laughs> tennis, if you love P.F. Chang's and you eat there alone, then you, you're supposed to have a family. <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoyed the lettuce wraps first. <laughs> Yeah, there's man. Push the lettuce wraps. That's, These that this was, did not need to be twenty five. Who did this? Buzzfeed was this? <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> I, I bet no. Buzzfeed stole it. Buzzfeed's. Uh, yeah. You eat anything good while you're in town? You any PF Chang's? I like PF Chang's isn't bad. I, we were supposed to go to Hal and Ray's the other day, but I then went. My, then down, my girlfriend's mother died. I had the tacos down there at uh, City. I mean the. Um, What's the market like downtown that's the open market? Number oh, 12 yeah. is they just don't use garnishes. What the fuck? That's not even a fact. That's an No, a, it's just like, guess what? what? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking we about. We don't fuck with garnishes. That means everything on your plate or in your bowl is meant to be enjoyed. What fucking restaurant is not doing that? Oh, mine had poker chick chips and three guitar picks in it. This is becoming yeah, a more everything. instructional. This is how you eat P.F. Chang's right thing. Because it's family style. Nothing's a garnish. <laughs> I was talking about this uh, yeah. not long ago. I've never had high-end Chinese food. I've never had like a twenty-dollar entree. Well, well, then let's look at the prices. What, what let's let's as, look at the prices over at PF Chang's. Uh-huh. I'm thinking I'm taking you out get. to yeah. dinner. Yeah. That, well, if you're talking about the cuisine of what we call Chinese food, it's not food from China. Yeah. So it's a cuisine that is a takeout cheap cuisine. So yeah. If so you that did, must it would be, be a one-off. Unless, like, I love uh, a Mission Street Chinese, but that's like a chef that takes. He's a Szechuan guy, but he he makes crazy things like uh, kung pao pastrami and shit like that. Mm. So it becomes its like own thing, and I guess that's kind of expensive. But hmm. I don't think you'll find like a upscale. Yeah, I've never. But well, I, would, uh, I would pay a little more. The oolong Chilean sea yeah, bass is exactly. twenty-eight bucks. They got good ideas. It's like Taco Bell. Yeah, it's all ima- about execution. Yeah, imagine some of those dishes with with. Top end meat. In Cincinnati, I went to a place. I probably told you about this, but they, they, it was a literal 
it's like a takeout thing that's a literal hole in a wall. I mean, a box in a wall. And they have some Taco Bell shit, but just with good ingredients. Huh. So they had a Crunchwrap Supreme, but they call it a turtle or something. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. They're, they're on to so many... It's, it's just the bad meat and shit like yeah. that. Dave, walk-fired filet mignon. Hmm. Walk-fired filet mignon. This ain't no skillet. This Tw- is a walk. Twenty two ninety five. Okay. Sliced eight-ounce filet, black pepper, butter sauce, okay. rustic potatoes, onion, lime, garlic, vinaigrette. This is Chinese? Okay. This is... P.F. Chang's. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, but that's more Peter than Chang. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of these Peter? This is Peter's menu. Y'all like hot dogs? We roll around that ching chong bowl they use in the kitchen. Oh, God. <laughs> there's, a, there's a place. How did we pair up with this guy? In Atlanta, Chico and Chang's. <laughs> oh, God. Gilbert I, frequented I, that so much. I, and I'm like, Gilbert, you have to stop. Because well, he lived Chang's down the, the street. Is that by the Claremont? Yes. yes. Yeah. Is it's, it still there? Because like, we stayed at the Claremont still in there, October. And like the Claremont Hotel is just it's a not, nice place. Yeah. The lounge is still. You can't change. I hope they got a, some kind of protective thing over the lounge. I think they do. It was still. It was still. Oh, it's gnarly. Upsetting. Yeah. 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 I mean, but they, for those that don't know, we're speaking of the Claremont Lounge in Atlanta. Yeah, you got to go. Uh, that, but the the Chico and Chang's is still operational, I believe. Yeah. And that I remember on a like when whenever I was there first, I don't even know if I had an iPhone, whatever phone I had to take a picture of the logo. Which was a which was a uh, Asian man with the typical garb a pulling sombrero. a rickshaw with a Mexican guy in it. Was that it, or was the Mexican I guy pulling the rickshaw? I'm going to say you're right. There I was a remember. rickshaw, yeah. and then there was a representation of each. Uh huh. Wow. And all, but to think about food that should go together well. Mm-hmm. They didn't. The same, they didn't do it. You're in the same mood, I guess. You know, with but orange chicken and a burrito. Ooh. Do they do that? Like, sh- if you do like shredded cabbage and stuff in Panda a burrito? Express had that about a year but ago. I thought Chico and Chang's. <laughs> I thought in, in select markets. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you know time frames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a regional. That, Pat Oswald's it's a bit a, about regional a, foods. Yeah. Look, Dave had a bit about how he follows. Mm. Remember that bit? You follow uh, food the way nerds follow movies and stuff. It's like yeah. actually they're doing a a, a run of uh, uh, the McRib. Yeah. Uh, in the summer. That, okay. All right. This does tie into Boogie Monster. Is conspiracy theories about why the McRib's limited. I heard it's because it's it's only released. Because it goddamn when, sucks. When pork. Well, all right. Let, mm-hmm. Hold on. But when pork prices are the lowest. That makes sense. That's, when, makes the, that's sense. when they put it out. But I would huh. think the it, even when it seems like when pork uh, prices are the lowest, that's when they gather up and start. I would imagine there's a lot of time in between. Getting pork meat in the process of making those patties. No, there's bones. not. Have you looked at them? That shit is whipped up in a frenzy. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's like so chemically and weird. Like it seems like it could keep. Remember there's, when like, I made? A... Remember when I made homemade McRibs? Do everyone I made remembers Dave that. McRibs? That's and, that was so good. Yeah. Uh, the, the idea again, idea, but with Craig Holzer made barbecue for the Red Clay Comedy Festival, and he gave me on the last day, he gave me like. Four racks of ribs. I deboned them and turned them into McRib sandwiches. Yeah, and we and had it was awesome. We got the same type bread. <laughs> yep. And, and uh, I remember because Clark Jones was there too. Yeah, I got the we pickles. I even sliced the onions the same way. Exactly. Little white sliced onions, little slivers. Ooh boy! I stand by McRib. I don't even. Know but I mean, if you stand by McRib, you would just come your pants. Uh, <laughs> well, gentleman's a- relish on that <laughs> McRib. <laughs> So I love the idea that like meat that falls off the bone is great, but if this was made with flesh that fell off the bones is disgusting. <laughs> like if that's how you collected the McRib meat. Like, and also yeah. that's a misnomer in the these, barbecue world. If it's falling have... off the bone, you've overcooked it. So Yeah. They, they use that in marketing. Oh, it's falling off the bone. Yeah, you didn't fucking cook it right. Really? Yeah, I don't want to get into that. It's neither here nor there. But <laughs> None of anything that we ever do is here or there. That's true. I'm reading the P.F. Chang's website right now. Can I, can I give you? a recipe? Real two quick? hours of absolute horse shit. <laughs> Let me give a recipe real quick. You know what I had the other day? What? It's the, the, the dish itself isn't that spectacular, but when, when I make it. I'll counter it. I'll, get, I'll find an appetizer. Homemade from steak tacos. Homemade steak tacos. Let me get an appetizer I from P.F. Chang's. Bought, to I splurged, or Katie bought me a prime ribeye. Not mm. choice, but this a, is after the dinosaur meat I saw you cooking on Instagram. Yeah, that shit will tip over Fred Flintstone's. Yeah, car. she brought me a fucking tomahawk steak. Yeah. But then the next day she came home with like a pound and a half prime ribeye, and we've been eating a lot of steak for some reason. She just buys me mm. steak, 
That's, you know, she's a good gal. But anyway, so I was kind of burnt out on just eating regular steak. So I cooked it the way I always cook it. <laughs> what a life. Uh, but I put a bunch of Mexican <laughs> seasoning on it, that Tijan Classico. Like the kind that comes in a packet? That no, this is like a little bottle, and it's like red. I don't know. It's like chili and lime seasoning. It's, it's Tijan, T-I-J-A-N. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I seasoned it with that. I cooked it. Uh, I seared it in the oven. I seared it on top in the cast iron skillet. Then I I finished it off in the oven. And then I sliced it super thin, just like just super thin. Just made some homemade guac. Got some good tortillas. Speaking of cast iron skillets, man. But like maybe you'd like to start with some Sichuan style with really good steak. Like talking about high end, like said asparagus. I couldn't even get the joke out. I'm sorry to interrupt. Is it piquant? Uh, Maybe. Still don't know how to pronounce that. How do you pronounce it? Piquant? 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 I don't know. That sounds more. Trying to deal with that last week. Anyway, you're an eloquent man. Make you some homemade steak tacos with a really good steak (laughs) and get you some of those good corn tortillas. Now they make like these. Did you make a salsa or something? Yeah, I made a homemade salsa. I roasted off some some poblanos and some garlic and mashed that shit up and some tomatoes. That all sounds great, but I got to know. What's P.F. Chang's bring to the table that could compete with that? That's what I'm saying. What about some wok-charred Brussels sprouts to start with? Brussels sprouts? Wok-charred is just redundant. Pineapple? Wok-charred sounds like a slur. Look at this wok-charred. Fucking (laughs) wok-charred over here (laughs) taking up the neighborhood. I was the one trying to move skirt into the whole conversation. Oh, boy. (laughs) Pineapple Fresno peppers. That's just beans in a bowl. All these are just beans. (laughs) All they're long beans. Well, they they do have long life noodles. What? Why does P.F. Chang have beans? Like long beans. Like oh, like, beans. oh, like snap peas? Yeah. Why does P.F. Chang's have beans? I know them as, Chinese, as long beans from uh, huh. like Chinese markets and stuff. They have a good wine list, apparently, long according to their 25. <sighs> wow. Do they have a sommelier there to pair your wine with? Oh, you got the... Uh, you know what? Let me go back to the 25. The asado, Let me uh, go back to the 25... Orange chicken that pairs well with the Merlot. <laughs> Green onions from the Miranaka Farms. Come on, that's like it's a. It, there's a PF Chang's in every mall, and they're talking about locally sourcing mm-hmm. green onions. What's Mongolian? What's Mongolian beef? It's like when you order Mongolian beef, it just there's like a thirty-eight percent chance that Genghis Khan uh, fucked it. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's Genghis jizz in every <laughs> Mongolian beef, if I remember. That's why all the Mongolian beef looks alike. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, the good thing is nobody's listened to this this far. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, should we, we land the shit show? We're going we're, we're gonna to cut this <laughs> well, into two episodes. Nah. Nah, we should. Give it to them and say, suck it. Oh, we, we need we <laughs> need. Okay, this episodes. is for the rest of the month. <laughs> Andy, what you got to plug? You got anything coming up? Uh, well, I'm just uh, really trying to get people to watch my special. Oh, um, right. Your special's on uh, Amazon, right? Yeah, it's on Prime now, so you cheap motherfuckers can see it. Um, <laughs> that's what I call my fans now. Uh-huh. I've gone from fandies to motherfuckers. Yeah. I'll insult them. They love it. Um, it's called Shameful Information, and it's in about an hour long. Right on. And it's just me talking. Uh, it's just me talking. Jokes. Do you, is the uh, who's There's on no first puppets. joke on there? Is what? The who's on first joke. It is. That's yeah. on the special? That is oh, on the special. That's such that's a good bit. It's, my, it's the best way it's gone. Uh, I had to tape it one taping, and it's the exact way I could hope that bit to go. And I'm like, well, this That's one of the best pieces of comedy. Oh, thank you, man. Like, I reference it. That's awesome. I remember, I think I remember the origin of that. I think I remember you telling me that story. Yes. And I'm not. No, I'm not taking credit for it, but I I feel like I was like that needs well, to be no. a bit. Well, I remember you telling me I need a bit, and that was when I I knew at that time too. I said I know it does, yeah. But it's something that I feel like it will be a bit when I know I can do that bit. Uh-huh. But it was like a good two years of mulling over, like how can I do this? Yeah, bit? there's little ways to get the information in there without being so fucking yeah. That's it's, a uh, great fucking bit, man. Uh, thanks. Man. Is uh, McDonald's on the special? McDonald's is on there. That's a good bit too. It's uh, man. It's about it's about the the bigger hits from my album, which is like McDonald's. That for, who's on first, and the jail story and stuff. It's longer stuff, but then all the rest is just material. <laughs> the jail story. That McDonald's bit hit home like in there. For people who don't don't know, uh, Andy and I were in a group called the Beards of Comedy. Uh, 
us and Joe Zimmerman and TJ Young, and for what, about five years we toured together? 2008 to 2013. We weren't quite ready. Year. None of us were ready to headline, so we're like, let's all do feature sets and yeah. package it. But anyway, back then we were both so fucking poor. Like, yeah. <laughs> we'd go on tour – We'd leave Atlanta with Not seventeen dollars sure in our come pocket. Back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. Like, I don't know if we're gonna make it back. Yeah, really. But like, just every day, just like, all right, I got three dollars. Let's go to the McDonald's value menu and see yeah. what we can do. But like, yeah, that uh, McDonald's story about time. like when it's you get the premium, <laughs> you get the premium burger. It comes in a yeah. box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my just, god! Uh, do you remember how good poor treats taste, though? Yeah. Mine was sure. a, mine was Albertson's fried chicken. Yeah, yeah. well, I, five know, bucks for eight pieces. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was nice. my special treat night. I, I lived off stolen Publix chicken for like two years. <laughs> I told oh, that he, story a few he, weeks yeah, ago. He, by he, the way, he, he did tell me that story. <laughs> uh-huh. wait, fl- wait, about flashing uh, the receipt about <laughs> how you take the receipt, put it in your mouth, and walk out. Oh, yeah, wear the best shirt I had. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's an outfit component. <laughs> well, if I could, you know. Yeah, you don't want to look like you're also, stealing stuff. Also, I would steal a sub and give it to a homeless guy because I felt like I'm buying some karma back. <laughs> like, I, I agree. Like I'm stealing karma from Publix. Go fuck yourself, yeah. Publix. But. You were like diarrhea Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> shit from the poor. Oh, I got to write that shit down. Shit on the rich. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's uh, your problem now, too. I guess it's steal from the rich shit with the poor. Yeah. What's, the, what's our time code on that? Diarrhea Robin Hood. <laughs> 208. Great name for uh, I, I, I'm recording an album in September. I think Diarrhea Robin Hood might win. You play. know, I'm milling it about. I got a couple <laughs> options. Well, Manette's taken, I guess. Well, yeah, Manette. That's old Carl Hess. Old sly Carl Hess. I got to <laughs> buy a telescope. Kyle, Dude, what you got to plug in? One. I can't recommend it now. Oh, yeah. You're, Kyle's on uh, summer vacation. I'm done. I retired. Uh, cool, man, when are you going back to school? Uh, <laughs> Maybe never, dude. <laughs> this week I start Business my Business plans work out. Uh, let's see. Friday this week you can see me in Pensacola, Florida at the Back Porch Bar and Grill. Uh, Saturday I'll be in Tallahassee at Birds. When does F- this come? You don't know when this is coming out. It's I, two hours long. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Just I got a bunch of dates at mm. dumbdavestone.com. Dumbdavestone.com. Yeah. 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 I remember that. So, but yeah, this this in, in May I'll be all over. Pensacola, Tallahassee, Orlando, Chapel Hill, Columbia, Greenville, Charlotte, Chattanooga, Nashville, Knoxville, Bristol, Atlanta. So come see me. Bristol? Never Bristol, Virginia, and slash Bristol, Tennessee. It's a city that sits in both states. Yeah, I yeah. think I did. Was that where the Al Capone gig was? No, that's Al you're Al thinking Capone. of Johnson City, Tennessee. Because that was like on the border, too. Right? Yeah, and that was a fucking yeah. shit gig. I got but paid. yeah, this is very close. Yeah. Yeah. I got paid by a guy who was very <laughs> angry. Uh-huh. Did, uh, you know, uh, um, what like honored the guarantee... Which wasn't a lot, but I know he didn't make that, and he was very large, uh, angry man who clearly bought what was Al Capone's place because it was Al Capone's place. Oh, like one of his bootlegging spots or something? Yeah, it was where he hid liquor uh, along the way yeah. in Tennessee, and and I went up to his office where there were two huge angry pit bulls, and he just counted cash, and there's just like a fan going. I was just like, oh man, just please let me yeah. get this and leave. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, so you're not doing that one. Okay. No, not doing that one. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully a better gig than that one. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Anyway, uh, what else we got to plug? We got a boogie boogie monster merch, anxiousandangry.com. Search boogie monster and get some shit there. Pretty pretty good stuff. Pretty good swag. But I got uh, quality swag. Yeah, man. Andy, thanks for stopping by, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. Congrats on the TV spot. Congrats on all the success. Thanks. Hey, guys, you can go watch mm-hmm. it on YouTube. That's right. Leave a good, leave a nice comment. Yeah. Say a nice thing. Yeah. Tell the trolls to fuck off. And uh, closest P.F. Chang's to here is in Sherman Oaks, so I won't be going there anytime soon. And now with all them guns around. <laughs>
Starbands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.